Thank you. You about to listen to Fresh Word with Prophet William Addison. Prophet William Addison is the executive pastor of Eagles House Chapel International, CEO of 12 Foundation International, a revelatory preacher, an international evangelist, and a psalmist. Get ready for the word that will transform your life forever. Thank you for this love, Lord. Morning. We trust that you have been blessed and um, this broadcast every time coming your way. And from the midnight cry to our Sunday online services, we thank you for giving us the opportunity to be able to serve you in your house, in your car, at your workplace, and wherever you will be watching us. This morning, I want us to give a good God bless you and a happy Father's Day to the general overseer of Eagle South Chapel. If you are here as the online worshiper, I want you to lift your voice. If you are in your house, come on. If you are in your various homes, your various locations, I want you to clap and let's give a shout of praise in honor of the general overseer of Eagle South Chapel, Prophet Sam Ladison. We want to say a glorious happy Father's Day to the Papa of Eagle South Chapel. We celebrate God for your life. We thank you for availing yourself to be used of the Lord in such a way to be a blessing not only to us but to everyone globally and we salute the grace of God on your life in Jesus precious name. We also want to acknowledge our grandfather in the Lord, Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi. We want to bless God. Papa, we salute you. We thank God for your life. Thank you so very much for being um, a father to our father and we thank God for your life. We also want to acknowledge all the Fathers of Eagle South Chapel, all the pastors standing with the vision, Dr. Toto and Pastor Charles, all the ministers, all the pastors, the workers, everyone of Eagle's House who is your father, want to acknowledge you today and say, God bless you for standing with the vision in Jesus' name. Let's give a shout of praise to the Lord for this blessed morning. I said, let's give a shout. Your shout is very weak. Your shouting is very weak. If you are in your house, I want you to shout for us to hear over here. I want you to shout in your house. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Say this after me. Say, my mind is ready. My mind is ready. My spirit is willing. My spirit is willing. And my soul will follow. And my soul will follow. God's plan for my life. God's plan for my life. I believe. I believe. I am not what I used to be. I am not where I used to be. I am on my way. I am on my to way. To where I belong. To where I belong. Nothing is going to stop me. Nothing is going to stop because me. Because I know the one. Because I know the one. Who knows the way. Who knows the way. I will arrive. I will arrive. And I will arrive. And I will arrive. On time. On time. In Jesus' name. In Jesus Father, name. let your name be glorified, terrified the devil, even as we are edified. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you glory. Father, we thank you. Glory and honor to the precious Lamb of God. Thank you for your goodness. Lamb of God, seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy. Oh 
are holy. Holy, you are holy. You are holy. Holy, you are holy. Lamb of God, seated at the right hand of the Father. Holy, you are holy, Lamb of God, seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy, holy, The book of Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, the book of beginning, Genesis chapter 3, we want to read just one simple verse, the verse 8, verse 8 and verse 9 and 10, Genesis chapter 3, from verses 8, 9, and 10. Let's read together. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Yeah. And Adam and his wife hid themselves mm -hmm. from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Yes. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Maybe you can add verse 11. Verse 11. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? We thank God for this blessed morning. I'm speaking on the topic, Adam, where are you? On this glorious Father's Day, I want to share some few thoughts with us from the scriptures and we... See what God has for us. Adam, where are you? Ask somebody, Adam. Say to someone, Adam. Adam. Where are you? Where are you? Say like we're in church. Say, Adam. Adam. Where are you? Where are you? Wherever you are in your house, say it as loud as you can. Adam. Adam. Where are you? Where are you? Now, the plans and purposes of God are clearly demonstrated in everything that he created or made. God's plan and his purposes, they are seen in everything that he made. In fact, the functionalities are also outlined. And so everything that you see as being made or created by God, you see the purpose for which God created that particular thing right within it. Right within it. If you see how people function, you will realize that 
God put their functionalities on their inside. The purpose for which he created them, it is seen in their life. The plans of God are so evident in everything God creates. That's why you see things bearing fruit of their kind because that's how God fashioned it. So it is natural for them to flow in that manner. I pray that the grace of God will come upon somebody today that they will function according to God's plan and to his purposes in the name of Jesus. This therefore indicates that to function outside what has already been boldly spelled out in your life is an error. To operate outside what God created you to function or to do is an error. The created man is not the same as the recreated or the reborn man. You have to get this. The created man is not the same as the recreated or the reborn man. The errors of the created man were utterly corrected by the second Adam. In other words, I mean that the mistakes that were made, the things that the first Adam could not deal with, the things that God capacitated him for which he could not do, Jesus, who is the second Adam, came to do these things and to do it in a perfect way. I pray that somebody will come to a place of understanding so that today your role as a man, your role as the person that God has created you to function on earth will never be jeopardized in the name of Jesus. And to understand this disposition, I want to take you on a simple journey through the scriptures as we just read. And God will give us understanding in Jesus' name. Now, according to the text that we read from the book of Genesis chapter chapter 3, we read from the verse 8 and we ended at 11. We see God, Elohim, calling out Adam and wondering where Adam was. It's so sad for you to look at this particular scripture because why is God calling a man and wondering where that man is? You want to ask yourself that is God blind? Has God lost his sight? Has God lost his sense of humor? Has God lost his bearing? Can't he see that the man is standing at where he is? Can't he see that the man is hiding? But for God to say these things, that calls for us to pause and begin to look into the scriptures and try to see why God was throwing this question at Adam. Now let me bring a few things to your thoughts that mentioning the name Adam had to do with his identity. For God to mention Adam because your name identifies you. Your name makes you peculiar. Your name makes you different. Your name distinguishes you. Your name makes you to be separated from every other person. In fact, your name makes you very unique. God never placed Adam or positioned him as as a steward over his creation, over what his handiworks has accomplished on the face of the earth without giving him an identity. Please follow me. I'm taking a journey. God never put the man he made after his own likeness and over his own image and planted him or located him in the garden without giving him an identity. And you have to know that identity basically had to do with two things. Identity had to do with who you are and what 
what you think about yourself. Oftentimes we see identity to do with who we are, but I want to center on the second point, not only who we are, but what you think about yourself. You have to realize that when God went through Moses, he sent the 12 spies to go and spy the land of Canaan. The Bible said when they returned, the 10 of them said that we saw the, says the land that you have, God spoke about, it has everything that God said. That means whatever God said concerning the Canaan land was true, but they said something that we saw the sounds of Anak over there. They said they saw the sounds of Anak and when they saw the sounds of Anak, they started speaking about how they see themselves. It is one thing for somebody to see you that you are something and it's another thing to see yourself as what the people said exactly that you are. And so identity does not only have to do with who you are, it also had to do with what you think about yourself. So they said to themselves that when we saw the sons of Anak, we were like grasshoppers in their eyes. Now you have to understand that they have not spoken to the sons of Anak, neither have they interrogated them in any conversation, but their own identity of themselves, what they think about themselves was what made them to feel that because we have seen the sons of Anak on the land, we are not capable of possessing that particular land. Glory be to God. Adam, where are you? God who made Adam had already given him his identity by making him like him. Glory to Jesus. And making him to function like him. You have to understand that God said, let us make man after our own image and after our likeness. So the Adam that God made, he carried the identity of God. The signature of God was already written upon his life. Therefore, finding your identity in what another man says is an error. Because Adam could not find his identity in what somebody was telling him, but he was rather supposed to find his identity in the God who made him. You can't tell me anything better than the one who made what you are talking about. The one who made the gadgets, the one who made the school, the one who made a human being, he has more to say to you than the one who is trying to work on that human being. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? So Adam could not find himself from what the devil was trying to talk to him about. Because as I take you on a journey, you realize that what Adam was convinced about concerning what the devil negotiated and convinced him about, God had already made him that. He had already made him that. Whatever God needed Adam to be was already embedded and trapped in Adam. The size of an elephant is already trapped in a little elephant. It's already trapped in him. If he looks at his mother, he sees himself. If, he's look, if he looks at the size of the mother, he sees his future size. If you want to know who you are, look at God. The Bible says that look to the rock from which you were hewn. You have to look at the, the rock from which God took us from. And that rock is Jesus Christ. I pray for somebody that this morning as we celebrate fathers, you will come to a place of recognizing your role as a man and recognizing your role as a father. Yeah, last time the Lord said to me that you cannot know the role of a father until you understand the role of the man. Mm. 
Man was a man before he became a father. You have to understand that there is something God gave to the man he created. The Bible never said he created a father. He created a man before he grew to become what God made him to be. That is why every time God sees a man, he doesn't talk to you about your past, but he speaks to you about what he has made you so that you can look at that one and abandon whatever you are in that does not bring glory unto the Lord. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. It is the one who fashioned you that knows and understands how and what he planted in you and how what he planted in you can be expressed. What do I mean? The one who fashioned you, he knows what he put on your inside and therefore he knows what he can trigger for whatever he has planted in your spirit to be expressed. I pray for somebody as you are watching or listening to me that in the precious name of the Lord Jesus, I prophesy to you this blessed Sunday morning as we celebrate fathers globally. If you are a father, if you are a man watching or listening to me today, I pray that that which God took hold of you shall be expressed upon your life in the name of Jesus. Adam succumbed to the voice of the serpent through Eve. Because Eve was engaged in a conversation by the devil who was called the serpent. And through the conversation, the voice of the, of the serpent became very strong in the life of Eve. And so Eve also transmitted the same voice and he spoke to Adam concerning what the serpent discussed with him. Adam could not see himself. I'm talking about his identity because I'm going to talk about only two things here today. I'm talking about identity and location because that's where the two things when God visited Adam, he could not find him. Those were the two things he mentioned. God dealt with first. said, Adam, where are you to do his identity? So we are dealing with identity now. Now, Adam succumbed to the voice of the serpent through Eve and therefore he could not see himself or his identity in the light of whom God made him. But rather, he desired, he, his mind was on what he needed to be or what he wanted to be. Let me talk to you here. There are many of us, we do not see ourselves based on the identity God has placed upon us. But we rather desire to be something else. We desire to be something else. And so when the, when the devil came to, came to Eve or, or spoke through Eve to Adam, you will realize that the serpent was talking to him. Did God tell you that the day you eat from this fruit you will, or from this tree, you will be like him? Whatever the devil was trying to tell them that they would be like was already who they were. It was already inside of them. God had already positioned that thing on their inside. But because the enemy wanted to sway them from the truth, the enemy tried to make them think and to look for something that way they were already. I don't know who is listening to me today, but as a man, you are trying to find yourself in something that God has already made you. You don't need to find yourself in anything. God has already made you who you are and that which God has made you is already planted in your inside. Everything we see in ourselves or whatever we see in other things are not comparable with what God has positioned within our spirit. There is something God has put on your inside and I pray that your eyes shall be open and that you will come to a place of knowing that this is what the Lord has made me in the name of Jesus. Every time we see ourselves in other things, and what he has made us, we drift from our location. That's a good point. Right, let me say it again. Every time we see ourselves in other things than what God has made us, there is a drifting. 
Then I'll take you deeper now. There is a drifting, there is a shifting, there is a movement from our location. The reason why, that introduced me to the second point. Because when God came, he asked said, Adam, Adam, where are you? So Adam means his identity. And the second God said, where are you has to do with our location. So I said, every time that you see yourself in other things, apart from what God has made you, there is a drift. When you start thinking that way, your mind begins to shift. And as soon as your mind shifts, there is a disposition. There is a movement from your original position. Because the moment you shift, the things you think about shift. What you can see shift. The people that have access to you also shift. Everything in your life begins to have a different turn. And so as soon as Adam began to think like that, I wrote over here that the thought of Adam speaking and seeking his real identity based on the message the devil prayed to him, drifted him and shifted him from his location. So when God came, God said, I can't see you on the basis of where I put you. I can't see you because when you have a certain identity of yourself, there is a way you carry yourself. There is a way you think. Your mindset, does, if, you, if you see yourself as a champion, you never position yourself among losers. That means you are not on the platform of losers. That means you don't work with losers. You see yourself on a high pedestal, on a high pinnacle. That is where you find yourself. And so when you find yourself in such a level, there are some things that you will not engage yourself in. There are some things that you will not let it bother you at all because because you know that that is not your class. That is not your level. But as soon as you start thinking in a particular way, there are some things that you begin to do that goes hand in hand with the level in which you see yourself. And so the moment Adam started thinking that way, he shifted from his identity. And so when God came to him, God could not find him. Hear me? You can be seated here in your house or right here on the online service and your mind has shifted or traveled into your house. You are here, but your mind has shifted. Your body is here, but the location of your mind is at a different place. So that was what took place. Because the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That was what took place. How do you lead when you don't see yourself as a leader? You can't lead. You cannot impact people when you don't see yourself as a life of impact. You cannot touch people when you don't see yourself in that manner. And so Adam could not find himself. He was looking for himself based on what the devil came to preach to him. I pray today if you are a man or a father listening to me, may you never bow to what the devil is speaking to you. But may your mind be centered on that which God has destined your life to become. I'm taking you on a journey. Now, when God came to Adam, he asked him several questions. Now, I want to deal with the concept of the location because it's very critical to the message. When God could not find Adam at his location, it was a very crucial situation at that point because God had to raise that question that Adam where are you? This is a very serious thing because where you have drifted from is not a place that can help you. Where you have drifted from is not a place that can cause what I designed you to accomplish can come to pass. Hear me? Location is very crucial when it comes to leadership and rulership. Because God gave man the authority to rule over the earth, to have dominion, to, to subdue the earth, and to fill the earth. God gave man authority and gave him dominion over all these things. But as soon as man drifted from his place, his dominion in terms of his rulership and his leadership was taken away from him. I want to bring a few things to your, to your, to your notice. Now, your location, number one, determines who sees you. Your location determines who sees you. 
Your location determines whom you can lead. Your locations determine who can have access to you. Your location determines what you can see. Let me run through it again so that those of you writing, let me teach here. It says your location determines who sees you. Number two, your location determines whom you can lead. Number three, your location determines who can have access to you. There are certain locations when you are there, you are out of coverage area. Your location determines what you can see. Where you stand determines what you can see. The son of the prophet said, my father, you are dead. He said, we are dead. When he saw the people, the army, the soldiers surrounding them. And he said that the prophet said to him that, no, we are not dead. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. He said, Lord, open his eyes. When God opened his eyes and his position shifted, whatever he was seeing was also different. Adam, where are you? So your location determines what you can see. Your location determines what you can dominate. Your location affects your perception. Your location, what you see, informs what you say. Now, your location also determines your scope of operation. Your scope of operation. And your location also determines what you say. What your eyes cannot see, you can't say them. God said to Abraham, as far as your eyes can see, if your eyes can see it, I'm able to give it to you. If your eyes can see it, I'm able to make it your possession. I pray that God will change somebody's position and location today so that you will come to a place of receiving everything that God has for you. God had to throw the question to Adam because he warned him of the repercussion of his disobedience. God told him that the day you eat from this food, this is what is going to happen. The loss of identity and the drifting from location have plagued our world today. The, the loss of the identity and the drifting of Adam from his original position has wandered our world today. It has plagued families. The wandering of the man, the wandering of the father from the place that God positioned him, from the instruction that God gave him, from the administration of the head, from being the custodian and everything that God made and God will ever make. The, the movement from from that paradigm, it has plagued our world. It has brought trouble to families. It has collapsed businesses. It has affected churches. It has thrown our society into total disarray. Today, our world is struggling. Today, we lack proper leadership. Today, we lack proper leaders to lead our businesses. Our nations are struggling. Families are being wasted. Children are being destroyed everywhere because the man whom God made to have proper functionalities of these systems have failed woefully. He has failed woefully. Who will rescue the earth from such a misery? Who is ready to take up the task? Thank God for the coming of Jesus Christ. I said, thank God for the coming of Jesus Christ. The same trick that the enemy pulled on Adam and he warned him. In Matthew chapter 4 verse 6, we find the devil engaging Jesus, the second Adam, in the same conversation. He said that if you bow to me, I will give you all this. He said that if you are the son of God, that means he used the same trick he used on Adam. He said that, Maru shalia tabahaya. He said to Adam, God said the day, did God tell you that from the day you eat from this, you'll be like 
like him. Did God say that to you? When the devil approached Jesus in Matthew 4 verse 6, he used the same trick on him. He said, if you are the son of God, that means he was trying to question his identity. He was trying to let him feel like he's not the son of God. He's trying to let him feel whether Jesus is conscious of exactly who he is. Hey, I came to speak with all men. I came to submit to the fathers. We don't have to let anybody tell us who we are. We should know who we are in Christ. God has already made us the fathers. He has already made us the custodians. He has positioned us as stewards over everything he has created. Don't allow anybody to talk you out of your destiny. Don't allow anybody to convince you to think that you are not a complete person. Don't let anybody make you feel that you are a misfit. Whether you are married or you are not married, don't let that affect your destiny because there's a greater and a higher calling upon your life which must be accomplished. And so he said to the devil, he said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down. He said, throw yourself down. He said, throw yourself down. That means that shift from your position. When you shift from your position, you have shifted from your location. The same thing he tried to do, but thank God that the second Adam won the battle. Thank God that he won it. And I pray for somebody today that even as you are watching on this blessed um, Father's Day, may the Lord cause you to win that battle in your life in the name of Jesus. He told him, throw yourself down. I pray that you won't throw yourself down. You won't throw yourself down. You won't bow to the gimmicks and the things that the enemy is trying to say to you. In the precious name name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus defeated the devil to show us that it can be done. I came to tell somebody that sickness can be defeated. That confusion in our nations can be defeated. That chaos in our families can be stopped. That waywardness of our children can be stopped. If only we can take our position and begin to function. When Jesus came, he took the 12 to run to show us that the administration of the kingdom can be executed. That demonstration which he gave to Adam. Adam could not do it. When Jesus came, Jesus used 12 men to show to Adam that men are in the capacity. Men are well able. Men are built by God to lead. Men are built by God to run the system. I'm not against women. I'm not saying women cannot do their portion. They can also do their portion. But today is the day for me. Let me talk to somebody today. Let me talk to the men today. When Jesus came, he took the 12 to execute his assignment on the face of the earth. That was what Adam filled in. I came to talk to that man where are you when God said where is Adam Adam was missing and today God is looking for you as you are watching me God is looking for you as a father God is looking for you as a man God is saying where are you where did you go wrong how come you are not functioning how come you are not doing what they are supposed to do why have you allowed your family system to crack why are you allowing marriages to fail why are you allowing the children to be wayward why are you allowing businesses to collapse why are you failing the administration of the earth Jesus came to prove to us and when Jesus departed the 12 the Bible said they filled everywhere with the gospel they filled the nation they filled the country they filled the continent with the word of God it is to tell us that men are capable of handling the administration of the face of that prophesied to somebody today that may the grace of God catapult you from the place of failure into a place of success in the name of Jesus it's time for the man to take over his role of knowing who he is and leading the earth according to divine order, forcing and freeing the prisoners of hope, changing destinies, and reconciling all things back unto the Lord. It is time for the man 
to stop the prevalence of evil. It is time for the man that God made. When God made that man, he made him to have dominion so that he can stop the works of the enemy. It is time God is looking for that man. God said, where are you? Have you lost your identity? Your identity is to rule. Your identity to have proper structures. Your identity is to rule in the garden. God said, till the ground and keep it. God said, work the garden and keep it. God has given the administration of the earth. It's about time men begin to rise and begin to work the earth. It's about time you, if you have to work a garden, it means that you remove from garden anything that is called weed, anything that dries out, anything that falls down dead. You are supposed to clean the place. You are supposed to tidy up the garden and make it fresh. Keep it as God gave you. I came to speak to somebody today. It is time for men to arise. God is looking at us to arise. God is waiting on us to arise. The dimensions of that with God has assigned to do. The spiritual dimension of power. The physical dimension of influence. God has planted and positioned it in our spirit. It's time for us to arise. God is calling us. God is saying, where are you, Adam? God is saying, Adam, where are you? The family system is collapsing. God said, Adam, where are you? Our businesses are shutting down. God is saying, Adam, where are you? Our children are becoming wayward. God is saying, Adam, where are you? Why are you seated there? Why are you not functioning? Why are you not taking your position? Why have you allowed the devil to talk out you, to talk you out of your assignment? I came to speak to somebody today. God is calling you back to divine order. God is calling us to bring the world back to order. God is calling us to bring our family systems back to order. God is calling us to bring our educational systems back to order. God is calling the men. It's time to arise and bring the, our media to order. God is calling on us to arise. God is calling us to bring order to our parliament house. God is calling us to bring back order into our political systems. It is time for the man to arise because God gave you the keys to the administration of the earth. You cannot fail God. God gave you how you can lead the earth. God gave you how you can even lead the woman and tell the woman what she's supposed to do. Why are you seated down and you have allowed the system to be swapped by the enemy? Today in the name of the Lord Jesus I prophesy that the men are bouncing back again. Why have you suddenly gone into hiding? Why are you hidden yourself? Why are you trying to hide? Why are you trying to look for temporal solution to, to as an answer to permanent problems? God is calling the men. It's time for the men to arise. Bible said, arise, shine for the light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The Bible said, darkness, even gross darkness shall come upon the people, but the Lord shall arise upon you. I came to prophesy to every man and every father watching me today in the precious name of the Lord Jesus God is calling you yes he knows your name he's calling you he's calling you from where you are hiding God is calling you out you have hidden yourself enough you have gone behind the scenes enough you have buried your head among the woods enough you are hiding yourself under the table have you forgotten what he made you he made you as the light have you forgotten who he made you you are the first person he made on the face of the earth to see the beauty to see the glory to see the power to see the serene atmosphere to enjoy fellowship with God God is calling you are running away from him you've gone into hiding but I came to tell you God is looking out for you he has seen where you are hiding and he called me today to come call you from your hiding I call you to come forth from your hiding come out from your hiding place come out of the shame come out of the backwardness yet you failed but you can rise again you blew with you squandered everything but the hands of the Lord are straight towards you today if you are a man watching me today yes you have failed your family
family. You couldn't lead your family well. You have disappointed your children. You were supposed to be a role model for them, but you could not manifest what you were supposed to do. And it looks like your children are angry with you. But I came to tell you today, God sent me to tell you that if only you can come back to the place where he first called you, his hand shall come upon you. And suddenly you will see another drifting from the old into the new. For the Bible said, no one pours new wine into the old wine skin. God is calling you today. It's time to shed off what you used to be and take up what he made you. Stop looking for yourself in things. Stop looking for yourself in things that do not matter. Stop looking for yourself in toys. Stop looking for yourself according to what people say you are. You better know what God has made you. It's time to tell yourself I was born and made in the image and the likeness of God. Can I tell for somebody today? You look like him. You look like the king of kings. You look like the lord of lords. Every time you rise up, I love what David said in Psalm 8. He said, what is man that a mind is mindful of him? The son of man that should visit him. That you have made him a little lower than the angels. He said, out of the mouth of suckling infant babies have you ordained strength. Because of your enemies. I came to speak to you today. There is a deposit of God in every man. Come on. There is a deposit of God in every man. It's time for you to take your place and begin to instruct the earth. God wants you to speak to the Orions. He wants you to speak to the Pleiades. He wants you to speak to the sun. He wants you to instruct the moon. He wants you to administer the garden because that is what he gave you. The world has been waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Today I came to talk to you. I came to speak to you. You better arise. It is your time. It is your season. It's your moment to arise. I came to kick you out of the bed. You have slept enough. You have wandered enough. Yes, it's time you put that alcohol down. You are better than the bottle you have in your hands. Come on. You are better than that that drug you are on. There is something greater. There is something greater, bigger, and better than God can accomplish through your life. Alcohol cannot save you. The drugs will only deteriorate you. It will only destroy your kidney. And before you realize, you have no power again. But I came to tell you, the Bible said, as many as receive him, to them he gave the power. I came to speak to somebody. There is power available. There is grace available. There is unction available for you to function. Adam, Adam, where are you? God is calling somebody. God is calling a father. Yes, you are seated under that tree. You don't know you have lost hope. You don't know what will become of you the next one. But I came to tell you, God is out looking out for you. He's looking out for you. He's calling you to come back home. He's calling you to come back home. You have abandoned your family. Your family is lacking leadership. Your, fa- your children leads a leader. Your wife needs a leader. Your home leads a leader. Our, our system needs leaders. Our government needs leaders. Our politicians, they need somebody to guide them. God is calling upon somebody today. It's time to arise and take your place. Somebody give Jesus a shout and a praise. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody give him a praise. If you are in your house, I want you to lift up a mighty shout. I want you to lift up a mighty praise to the Lord our God. It's time for the man to arise. When I heard your voice, I was afraid. Do you know why you are afraid? Because you are looking for yourself in what he never made you. 
Do you know why you are confused? Because you are trying to seek for help from the place where there is no help. The Bible said broken system cannot hold any water. You are so broken so you can't hold anything. Come to the one that can mend you. Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Your children are crying. They are looking for you. Where are you? You have abandoned your family for months now. For years now. Even your children, they lack a leader to guide them. The struggle is so much for them. Come back home. Where are you, Adam? Somebody's asking, so how do I come back? Yes. First of all, you must connect back to God. You need to connect back to God. Connect back to God. You want to connect back to his word. Connect back to his word. You need a word in your spirit. David said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. A light unto my path. You need a word to guide you. the fellowship with the spirit of truth. Isaiah says, then thou shalt hear a voice saying in your ears, this is the way walk in it. I know you are in tears because you failed your family. They look up to you. You were so promising. What happened to you? You went out looking for acceptance. You ended up in drugs. Because you feel if you live that kind of life, that's where you'll be accepted. The devil made Adam and Eve feel that if they eat from the food of that tree, they'll be better off. But that was a lie. You have been convinced into eating some stuff. made you to feel as if if you eat those things if you join that society if you can sign on to that group everything is going to change man where are you Adam God is calling out he's calling out for the Adams get back get your identity on It's time for the man to take over the world for Jesus. It's time to take over the world for Jesus. Where are you? Adam. God is calling you. Mingle, where are you? Clement, where are you? Abel. Where are you? Fred, come out of the hiding. Unleash that lion in you.
the young lion tried to threaten Samson. Where are you? He tried to threaten Samson. You can't go there. You can't marry from this place. He never knew that there was something lying on the inside. Something inside so strong. Bible said there's a spirit in the man. Brother, you're not just a man. There's a spirit on your inside. And that spirit, as I bring my message to a close, is the spirit of God. It's about the inspiration of the Almighty. Give it understanding. God is calling you. Where are you? Stop hiding in the woods. Stop hiding. There's a line on your inside. Don't forget. The righteous be as bold as a lion. I want you to stand on your feet wherever you're watching me today. And for those of you who are here also for the online service. Stop seeing yourself as a failure. Stop seeing yourself as a failure. Jesus is passing this way. He's passing this way. Play it. Keep on playing it. He's passing this way. Can I worship to come and sing the song? Jesus is passing your way. Hear me, your children are crying. Yes. It's crazy. Tone down a bit. The children are crying. The, the earth is travailing. Because the man who is supposed to determine what should happen and what must not happen is lost. Adam, where are you? The earth is waiting for you. The earth is counting on you. You can't fail God. You can't fail your family. You can't fail the earth. You cannot afford to fail Sing the song to the Lord even as we Jesus pray. is passing this way. Lift your hands wherever you are watching us this morning. Lift your hands and worship. He's passing. Jesus is passing this way. He's passing this way. Everybody have a saying Jesus, Jesus is passing this way. This way. This way. i
Jesus is passing your way. You are lying on the street, but it's passing by you. You are like blind Bartimaeus. Jesus is passing your way. voice and begin to talk to God. Where you see yourself that you have failed, rise from that place. Where you feel you have become a disappointment, switch from that place. Jesus is calling you out today. Lift your voice, begin to pray. Pray wherever you are. If you're a woman, pray for your husband. Pray for yourself. Pray for the men. Zeke de do shadagadia tada dutsa pray for the man yagadalagado shalama kaba rabadagadagaza pray for every man reko shalama kaba pray for every by this broadcast contact me on phone via plus two three three two four four six nine four two nine nine or email me on probably at gmail.com that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at gmail.com follow me on my social media platforms facebook page at prophet william addison podcast and subscribe to my youtube channel instagram handle and twitter handle at prof willie that is p-r-o-p-h-w-i-l-l-i-e at prof willie and if you're not born again and you listen to this broadcast and you want to give your life to christ say this prayer after me dear lord jesus i know that i am a sinner and i ask for your forgiveness i believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead i turn from my sins i trust you and follow you as my lord and savior in jesus name amen god bless you